Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. It's World Emoji Day. In honor of these handy companions that have helped us emote in an ever-evolving digital world, we're returning to an episode we did about them on The Rundown podcast last year. Enjoy. We are firmly in the age of the emoji in all spaces, whether it's texting a homie or emailing a coworker. If you're one of the people on the planet who has access to a digital device and you use it for communicating, you're probably emojicating as well. And as helpful as emojis can be, it turns out there's a bit of tension and disagreement between age groups on what they mean and how they should be used, especially in a workplace. I spoke with communication strategist and writer for Axios, Eleanor Hawkins. She recently wrote a story on this, and she says when it comes to relating, well, there's nothing really new under the sun. Everyone has always had their own communication style that's varied based on age, region, or culture. Um, But emojis are unique because of this new digital-first environment that we're communicating in. Digital-first environment. That's a lot of what I happen to be working in here at WBEZ. And usually that looks like either email, Microsoft Teams, or Slack. And Slack is where all the emojis really shine. I asked some of my colleagues, Claire, Indy, and Brenda, about their favorites. Definitely the little smiley face with the halo and the cowboy guy, because the cowboy hat guy just wants to have fun. I like the clapping emoji. I like the dancing penguin emoji. Oh, I use the fingers crossed emoji a lot. And taking it a step further, my colleague Joshua has one emoji that's become somewhat of a signature. The smiley face with the glasses and then like the buck teeth. It's like the essence of who I am. You know, it's like nerdy, but fun and cute, you know? I know, emojis can be cute. But Eleanor reminds us that the year we were born can dictate just how cute or not we think emojis really are. The biggest thing that we found in our reporting is that Gen Z considers the thumbs up emoji to be passive aggressive or rude. And that's something that's raising eyebrows among older people in the workplace. Mm, I definitely heard this tension when I talked to some of my colleagues of different ages. Turns out there are several emojis that Gen Zs around here find passive aggressive that I, a millennial, use all the time with the best of intentions. That one for me has to be like the ears and uh, also the ear-eye combination. So if anyone, like if you say something in the chat and someone's in, it's like the eyes looking sideways and then the ears right next to it. I'm like, oh my goodness, like these are borderline fighting words or fighting emojis. (laughs) Fighting emojis? I think the plain smiley face, not like the cute blushing one, but just... The neutral smiley face is really passive aggressive. (laughs) For some reason, whenever I look at it, it makes me feel like that emoji is forcing a smile or like smiling through some kind of frustration. Two more of my colleagues also said the plain smiley face emoji is passive aggressive. And one of them, Brenda, says it also tells her a little something about the person who's using it. I think that they are a little bit older. Um, For reference, I'm 20 seven. So they're probably around 40 is what I'm thinking if they're using that passive aggressive smiley. Um, I'm also under the impression that they maybe don't realize that the meanings of these emojis are changing a little bit over time. 
hearing all this, y'all got me a little stressed. Like, I need to rethink how I use emojis. I thought they were clarifying my words, not misrepresenting my tone. Eleanor from Axio says, I'm not alone in this. Yeah, you're right. The tone is, is often lost in text. And I think that's why a lot of people have resorted to emojis to show, you know, emotion and to show um, charisma and to kind of show the intent behind their words. And that's why this misinterpretation is, is so troubling to some. But one thing that we've, we've also found in our reporting is that many companies are creating brand guidelines and communication guidelines within the workplace to say like, you know, instead of a thumbs up, maybe use a check mark or here's how we communicate that we've seen something or how we acknowledge something in a, in a digital space. A recent Loom study found that 91% of workers say that their messages have been misunderstood. And then one in five have been reprimanded, demoted, or fired because the other thing that's really interesting, and this might be why the businesses are paying more attention, is that miscommunication in the workplace can cost companies roughly $128 billion each year. So again, all this time worrying over explaining, over punctuating, re-explaining all the back and forth is really costing businesses money. My colleague Lisa has gotten around this confusion a little bit by only using emojis with the people she already knows or who understand her sense of humor. Otherwise, she says she avoids the face and smiley emojis so she's not misconstrued. I just think there's too much flex room in there and I just want it to be super light. So I love using the heart emoji. Probably I use that most often. I tend toward using objects, plants, animals. Who doesn't love animals? So that's actually a nice way to get around being misunderstood or seen as passive aggressive, hopefully. But then there's this whole other conversation about race and skin tone, which, as usual, complicates things. I have some colleagues who get excited about using the skin tone emojis, including Alden. I cannot resist sending a brown thumbs up or clapped hands or raised hands. I just think it's the coolest thing. An acknowledgement that not everyone's hands are beige. So I love that. And Joshua. Me being extra, I took the liberty to go ahead and like change all of my different skin tones to like different ones. So like my peace sign might be like super dark skin while my thumbs up might be like a little fairer skin. But I just love having a, an array of different kind of skin tones. But the skin tone update also created some division. Slack introduced a study recently and they found that the skin tone introduction has not been accepted by everyone. So white people really stick with that yellow emoji, which is super interesting. Um, and so that's, that's a trend that we're watching is how people are embracing these different skin tones um, and when and where and their, their comfortability in doing that. Yeah, my colleague Asha has opinions about that yellow skin tone. I know that some folks see the white skin tone emoji as an assertion of whiteness or like like the person is, is proud of being white and that's definitely not my intention. Um, I choose not to use the yellow default emoji because I don't want to think of whiteness as the default. I, I don't want to hide behind the default yellow. And Brenda has some complicated opinions too. 
I think it's super important to pick the right skin tone. So if you are very, very, very pale and your hand emojis are looking very, very, very dark, like that is a problem. Um, Sometimes I will see yellow hand emojis for people who just don't pick it, which I think is fine. I feel like that's kind of the normal. But then I feel like there it kind of lacks this kind of personality almost because when you pick your skin tone for those emojis it's almost like you're inserting yourself into that emoji so it's almost like this is my hand giving you a thumbs up Um, but if it's just a yellow hand giving a thumbs up it's like you're trying to keep that distance maybe maybe I'm looking too much into it I mean it's hard not to but Eleanor says regardless of your opinions as a general note the more inclusivity in the emoji library the better And in her article, she included some really good advice from a Gen Xer, too. Scott Rosenberg said, quote, communication is hard in the workplace. Assume good intent. That's a smart starting point. Unless someone has already proven themselves to be a jerk. I like that. Big thanks to my colleagues who shared their thoughts on emojis today. Indy, Joshua, Lisa, Asha, Brenda and Claire. And thanks to Eleanor Hawkins over at Axios for the tea on emojis at work. And that's it for today. I produced this episode and Ariel Van Cleve did the edits. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Hold up. 